Hey, welcome to the Healing She Got Faith show. I am Lily. I am the founder of Healing She Got Faith, and I am the host of the Healing She Got Faith talk show. Healing She Got Faith is an organization that was created for adults who are dealing with grief and or on their self-love journey. During this talk show, we talk about grief, healing, self-love, but overall, we are encouraging you to love you the way you love the world okay so we thank you all for tuning in happy monday and welcome to the healing she got faith show we are in episode 98 Ooh, 98 <laughs> yeah i can't even believe we in episode 98 i'm looking at my notes and i'm like okay we at episode 98. <laughs> so yes, we are in episode 98. We're still in our grief, healing, and holiday series. And today we are going to talk about a little situation I went through. Um, we are going to talk about, well, my question is, did I defeat grief? And so I kind of want to hop into that and process that, which uh, last week we talked about how do we want to end our year versus like, how do we want to start our new year? And so I also kind of want to dive a little bit deep into that as well, because I just feel like it's a continuing conversation. So we are definitely going to have a really, really good conversation in episode 98. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump into our icebreaker. Here at Healing She Got Faith, no matter if we're on the podcast, no matter if we have a guest, and no matter if we're at a conference, a professional development, any type of workshop, we always do one icebreaker, which really is just me bringing a bunch of affirmation cards, and we pick them, and we say if they resonate with us, why or why not, and we discuss it. It's a great icebreaker for any type of activity. It really gets people talking you get people kind of comfortable it really um beats the traditional icebreaker of like the awkwardness of trying to get people's names and stuff like that but instead we ask really intense questions and or we just read some things and we read out loud and we say does it resonate why or why not a lot of times on top of that you just get people to be more comfortable in starting conversation and people start to be engaged so healing she got faith we do that no matter what and we'll always do it so here for this segment we will always welcome to our icebreaker segment all right welcome to episode 98 icebreaker <clears throat> oh i'm sorry my voice cracked okay so we are pulling from the healing grief card deck by david kessler if you've been with us for the last couple of weeks, we have been pulling from this deck of cards and I have been doing that purposely because we are in the grief, healing and holidays and this deck of cards is um, directly about grief and healing and understanding and walking through that. So we pulled from the section understanding grief. Every week I go through this, I always forget the three sections because... Yeah, so it's understanding grief, it's healing, and it's your response to loss, your response to loss. We haven't picked any cards from your response to loss, I don't think. Maybe 
maybe when we first started grief healing the holidays, but anyways. So, <coughs> oh, excuse me. So we picked understanding grief and the card says you can't think your way out of grief. Be present for it. You can handle it. So this is the section of understanding grief. It says you can't think your way out of grief. Be present for it. You can handle it. So I think this goes back to a couple um, episodes where I said, where I talked about how people just don't want to feel the pain. Like they just don't. And actually yesterday I had a conversation with somebody. I was in book club and she talked about how she listened to the podcast and how um, she kind of felt like, um, like she never dealt with it. Like it was kind of like it happened, you move on. And I do get a lot of people who say that to me. Like I get a lot of people who are like, I don't want to, feel it. I don't, you know, and I, I will say this. I think grief is very personal. I don't believe that how I react to grief, other people will react to grief. I actually think that like how I view grief is very um, abnormal versus like the typical person who thinks about grief, which to be honest, most of us just don't. And grief is scary and some of us just don't understand it. But also, too, grief is a part of mental health. And so one of the reasons why I started talking about grief was because a lot of people were, were struggling and, like, thinking they were having depressive episodes or having um, just some type of depressive mode. Maybe they weren't diagnosed with depression, but just having, like, depressive symptoms. Um, and then there's just other things. And so when you talk about mental health, grief is part of that. Grief does affect that. And you can also have grief and have depressive episodes, but not necessarily be depressed. So with mental health, it can get tricky. And I will say this, I talk about grief all day, every day. Um, that's just my calling. That is just my calling. That is just what God put on my heart to do. And so that's just what it is. Um, by any means, I don't expect people to take what I say and be like, oh, I need to be doing this about grief, but it's, it's more about education and it's more about perspective shifts. And so I'm saying all this because the first line in this card, it says, you cannot think your way out of grief. The thing that I learned about grief was when you are grieving, your body is going to tell you what you need to do. But it is up to us whether we follow through. And this goes for life. Our body will tell us when we are tired, hungry, thirsty, when we need to sit down. It is up to us to determine are we going to listen. We see it all the time. You at work, you're having dizzy spells, you're at a track meet and your leg gives out. Um, honestly, with cancer, you'll you you go and go and go and go and go, and then boom, you get hit that you got cancer. And so our body a lot of times talks to us. And one of the things that I've learned, especially in like westernized medicine, is like our emotional does manifest into physical. And I know like um, in social work school, we learned a lot about that too, especially on the medical side of social work, which I'm going to be honest, I only took like one medical social work class. So, and that was years ago. Um, but I do remember in that class specifically, and also too, I took a workshop to help me um, study for the licensure test. And in that, we also talked about that, how a lot of times these physical diagnoses that we see are manifestations of things that we haven't really released. And if you look at different cultures and things, and they talk about um, how our body 
holds trauma and when you when you just look at different things of what the body holds um what is that book called the body keeps count oh my gosh if you have not read that book please read that book it's called the art the, the the body keeps score and man i i had that book in grad school as a textbook did not realize it was a book and now years later i've been out of grad school since 2019 everybody's reading that book that is a really good book to understand about the body keeping score. Another thing with grief is I've been doing some research on like animal grief. So like elephants are really um, a really good example of like animals that grieve, grief, that grieve, and then also whales. Oh my gosh, y'all. And so just like studying how animals grieve and how like it's amazing to me how as humans we can watch other creatures grieve. But when it comes to humans, we refuse to believe that, you know, we can just think it away. And so I really like this card because it says you can think your way out of grief. Be present for you. You can handle it. I want to say this. Being present and dealing with my grief has saved my life. I have learned to allow myself to cry. I've learned, I've allowed myself to not put on a facade. Yesterday, I went to book club and we just had such a good conversation. And, I, and I'm so motivated to talk about this episode today because of the conversation we had. And I didn't read the book for this month, but somebody gave me a summary and she said the book talked a lot about grief and loss. So I'm definitely going to um, rent the book out and read it um, and all that. So anyways, um, so anyways, we were talking about that and it's just truly amazing to me how as humans we just like to push through and the day I decided that I was going to be present with myself my life changed I'm not I'm not gonna say it fixed everything and even there's some people that know me and, and like I, I like I can honestly say I haven't been depressed in a year and um people say well you've had some depressive moments and while that is absolutely true I physically have not been in depression. Like, so I've been diagnosed with situational depression since I was 15. And I also have type 2 diabetes, which if you know anything about diabetes, it affects your mood and affects all that other stuff. So, like, even if I don't feel depressed, like, my diabetes, if I'm not doing right, can affect all of that. So, but... The day I decided to be present, I promise you, my life shifted. The day I decided that I was no longer going to put on a facade for this world, the day I decided that I was no longer going to fit into a bubble, um, I became happy. I, I became at peace because I started to get to know myself. I am one of those people where I just feel like I... I just, I know that I would never fit in anywhere. And I know that maybe how I talk and how I act has kept me from moving forward, but it also has been my gift. And so trying to navigate in this world, what that looks like, trying to navigate, like, how do I feel? And then you add grief on top of that and grief completely turned my life around because it, it, it forced me to not fake the funk no more. Like prior to my mom dying, um... I would lie. Oh, I'm fine. God is good. I'm this. I'm that. Da, 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 da. Now I'm like, like I was in book club yesterday. And I was like, I literally don't want to have the conversation no more about how is your day. I, I, I don't. 
I'm here. You know, I, you know, I started working two new jobs. People are like, how do you like your jobs? And it's like, I like the kids, but I don't necessarily like the position. And then everybody wants to fix it. I didn't ask you to fix it. I should be able to say I don't like it. And that's just what it is. You know, I'm no longer in that space to be like, oh, I love the job. I don't because I don't want to be in this position. I don't want to be in this predicament. I want to be able to do what I want to do in life. And I'm trying to figure out. And unfortunately, you ha- sometimes you have to do things that you just don't like. Um, and so that for me is what being present in my grief looked like. It allowed me to just be completely and authentically honest. And I was able to just be myself. So yeah, this card brought up a lot. Plus I had book club last night and yeah, I'm just, I'm hyped. I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't, I'll like, I was thinking about, I'm like episode 97. I had to re-record that. Um, because I don't know, episode 97 might be a little, a little too boring. <laughs> But anyways, um, we'll see. Yeah, I so this card, understanding grief. You can't think your way out of grief. Be present. You can handle it. I will say, I'm not going to say that you can't handle it. I'm going to say that you learn the new normal. I think sometimes we're harsh when we say, you can handle it. You got this. Because sometimes people just don't need to hear that. People don't need to hear that you're doing a good job. Like Sometimes people are like, I am a weak right now, and that's where I'm at. And I want you to know if that's where you're at right now, that's okay. That is absolutely okay. If you feel like you can't handle it, then then don't. Then don't. If you feel like you don't want to hear it, you're not going to have a good day, then you're not going to have a good day. That's okay. It's, it's okay to have those moments. We don't always have to be happy and positive, and we don't always have to see the rainbow at, at the end of the tunnel. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's okay because this is all part of life. This is all part of who we are as humans. So it just it is what it is, y'all. So, yeah. You cannot think your way out of grief. Be present. I love you. Let's go ahead and jump right into the topic of the day. And now you are entering into the main course meal of the episode, which is the topic. So you can always find the topics either in the show notes or on the calendar or on social media. But this is the portion where we literally break down the topic and just have a real life discussion of life. So enjoy the episode. Hope you take something good from me. Always remember to love you the way you love the world. All right, you are on episode 98, topic of the day. We are still in our grief, healing, and holiday series. And today I want to pose a question. Did I defeat grief? So um, last week we talked about how do we want to end the year. And so if you didn't listen to last week's episode, it, it kind of was the topic of you know how everybody always says, like, new year, new me. This year, I'm going to be doing this, this, and this. January 1st, I'm going to start blah, blah, blah. People going to be in the gym. People going to be eating healthy. And it's going to last until, like, March. <laughs> um, but my thing about it is we still got a couple weeks left in 2023. And so how do we want to end the year? Because I know for me, 2023 has not been a good year. Um, I had a lot of realizations. I would say it's been my most peaceful year, probably. But it just hasn't been a good year. Like, it's been very emotionally draining. It's just been hard. It's just, it, it, 
I don't even know how to explain it because I don't want to oppose it. It's like it's been the worst year ever because I've definitely had like worst years. But I don't know, 2023 just wasn't a year that I was like, I just love this year. Like it, it just wasn't. It wasn't the worst, but it just wasn't a good year. And so ending 2023, I want to end on a good note. Like just like I don't want to have a bad breakup or a bad friendship end, even though I can't control that stuff. For me personally, I just want to end in a way that I'm like, this is what I learned and this is what I'm at peace about. And we're leaving this year. I want to know that I'm leaving in the present moment. And so that's kind of what I meant by last week's episode. Like I want to live and leave in the present moment. Like 2023, it is what it is. You did what you did. We good, but I'm going to leave you in the past, okay? Some of us need to do that with our boyfriends and friends and work jobs and careers and um, just everything else. You know, not leaving on a bad note, not having no drama, but literally like, this is what I got from a situation. This is what I learned. This is how I wanted to end. I'm going to leave you in the past. It's all of, but we just cannot rock together no more. Like, that's just what it got to be. Um. And so in that, in the last couple of months, I kind of had a realization, like the second half of 2023. So I've talked about this before, probably even recently, um, just because it's been so prevalent. So I'm pretty sure that, that I've said it before. But my mom had a coat that she had from her job. And when we moved, when we packed ourselves from Pennsylvania to St. Louis, I had a suitcase and the coat was in there and I wanted the coat. And I lost it and then found out it was at my sister's house. And it took me months to figure it out. And I found it, got the coat, and I cried and cried and cried and cried. Fast forward, it was in my closet. And I go through these, like, cleaning phases throughout the year where, like, I I just feel cluttered. I just feel like everything is everywhere. And I just need to um, get rid of some things. So I went through one of those cleaning phases lost my mom's coat i know i remember picking it up and putting it somewhere i do not remember where i put it and the thing about it is i give away so many clothes like i have a friend who's a fashion designer so i literally will give her bags and bags of clothes to use for her business or to give to like young women so um the coat could either be in my house or the coat could be gone and so I didn't tell anybody. And so I had, I just had been beating myself up. So then, I don't know if y'all remember, but I did an episode a while back where I talked about, like, do I still believe in God? I think it was August 28th episode. And so I talked about, like, the deconstruction of, like, the Christian belief and the church and stuff like that. And so I did that episode and I realized, like, I miss my relationship with God. Like, I thoroughly miss that. I don't know that I miss like the culture I was in, but I definitely miss like my relationship with God. Like I miss doing things. And so my mom had got me a Bible. That was one of the last gifts she got me. And it was a NLT women's Bible when she engraved my name. I remember having this Bible. I know I had it in New York and I swear I had it in St. Louis. I had it on my fireplace. I cannot find this Bible anywhere. I've looked in my building. I've looked in my house. I cannot find it. So 
I'm going through some emotional things in the summertime. And I, well, not the summertime. It had to be like maybe the end of summer, beginning of fall. And so I'm like, I want to get back into praying. I want to get back into like reading my Bible, doing some devotions, because it is part of who I am. Regardless if I agree with the people that taught me and the churches that taught me, I, there, there's still a part of me like that, that that's part of who I am. So I, I miss that part and I want to feed into that part. And so I'm sitting on my bed one day, I'm journaling, I'm upset about being single, I'm upset about this man that I thought was going to be mine, but clearly he ain't mine, I'm upset about my job, I'm upset about my business, I'm upset about my friends, I'm lonely, my dogs is driving me crazy, Um, and so I'm going through this, and so my mom's fifth death anniversary is coming up and so it's like so this has to be in september y'all yeah in the summer beginning of the fall great so i'm sitting on my bed and i'm like god what can i do what can i do because i'm beating myself up over a coat and a bible what are my options because i'm lost right now it's not like I've never been lost, but I'm lost right now. So what 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 are my next steps? And I and I need divine intervention because the human part of me can't figure this out. The human part of me is humaning. Humans will be human, and the human part of me is is humaning, okay? And so I'm praying, I'm like, God, like I don't really have too many words to say, but like this is on my heart. I'm trying to figure out like what is it? Like, help me. And so for about an hour, I was on my bed having this conversation. And I don't know if it was an audible. I don't know if it was a thought. I I really can't tell you. But what I heard was just buy a new one. And then the revelation came was like, you spend your Amazon credit card every single day. Just buy a new one. Just buy a new one. Recreate the code. Go on Etsy, recreate the code. Find the Bible, do it how she had it, and recreate it. And so I was like, oh, I never thought about that. Because the realization I had was I'm missing the physical representation of what it was. The coat represented my mom. That was something that she wore. Her scent was on it. That was something that was near and dear to her heart, and I had it. And so I was taking accountability of, like, I need to cherish this because this is what she loved. But we've lost so many things in life. Would my mom be upset that I lost this coat? Maybe for a few days. But is it something that can be replaced? Is it something that we can actually you know, figure out what to do with it. And in the Bible, there I have a million of Bibles. Like, I literally have a box of Bibles downstairs, but this one specifically came from her. But I remember what brand it was. I remember the version it was. I remember how she had my name engraved on it. I remember how she personalized it. So just recreate it. The other parts of that was, even if I did find that Bible, I had marked it up so much. And the reality is, I'm not even the same person when I had that first Bible. So maybe I needed a fresh start. But regardless of what the reason was, 
the reality is recreated. And, and I got to thinking, so like people be recreating their baby pictures in grief, recreate your memories. Because that's the reality. Whether you lose it because you're just immature or you lose it because of a house fire or you lose it because you got robbed or you lose it because you moved so many times, the reality is we can recreate these things. And yes, it may not be the same because it's not from that person, but the memory is there. And sometimes we just have to be present and accepting of the memory that we do have. Sometimes we have to be accepting of what is there and knowing and knowing that the love never died. I said this in the last couple episodes, just because that person died does not mean your love for them died. Just because that person is no longer here on earth does not mean they are no longer your person. If your husband died, he's still your husband. I know that's a controversial topic, so maybe that wasn't a good example. But if your mom died, she's still your mother. She's still your mother. If your child died, it's still your child. If your best friend died, it's still your best friend. So we have to learn to give ourselves grace. Now, I pose the question, did I defeat grief? Because once I bought these things and got them, I opened the Bible. I've been reading ever since. I've been wearing the coat, and it looks cute on me, too. Yeah, it looks so cute. Um, I have felt a sense of peace from doing it. I have came to a sense of this is it. Like, this is how I feel better. I do, like... I feel a connection, even though it's not directly from her. It's the thought. Y'all remember that saying, it's the thought that counts. And we usually say that around the holidays. Um, it's the thought that counts. And I, in this moment, I believe that to be true. It is the thought that counts. It's the thought that puts us in the mindset. Um, that puts us in the mindset of, I am okay. I have to create a new one. of If you go to my website, healingshegotfaith.com, one of the things that I have on there is living in your new normal. And so if this is your new normal, this is something that you are adjusting to. This is something that you're getting used to. When we lose people, places, and things, um, there is a new normal that comes with that. And it sucks. And it hurts. And it's rough. <laughs> Um, but it's something that we get used to. And so sometimes we have to take that into consideration. Sometimes we have to realize that I have to create something that is going to make me feel better. I have been beating myself up silently for months over a coat and a Bible. Because I felt that I didn't love my mom. I felt that I, I, I didn't take care of it. I felt that I wasn't appreciative. And that could be an inner child thing because I do remember growing up and not really taking care of things. And my mom being like, you're so unappreciative. And in that moment, I felt that she was right. But also, too, would she want me to beat myself up 
because at the same time that she would say that, she would also buy me, just rebuy the things. And so having that realization, what will make me feel better? How can I heal from this situation? How can I grow from this situation? How can I get to the other side of the situation? Because sometimes it's not even about growing. Sometimes it's not even about knowing the reason of why something has happened. Sometimes it's about what is the reality in the situation currently, right now, in this moment, that I need to get up and get over. I have felt a tremendous sense of peace, which is why I posed the question, did I defeat grief? I don't think it's a yes or no answer. I think in this moment, I absolutely did defeat it. Will grief come back and whoop my ass? I'm 100% sure it will. Um, (laughs) I'm 1,000% sure at some point I'm going to get triggered again and I'm going to be hurt. Hurt. Um, But in that, Knowing that I was able to make a shift and I was able to push forward in a season that I was beating myself up, y'all. I talk about grief all day long and there are still moments that I have to remember that I am still human. Just because I know how to do it doesn't mean I'm going to follow it. Just because we know how to doesn't mean we're going to. And in grief, sometimes we just have to remember that. I mean, if we look back at our card, it says you cannot think your way out of grief. And in that moment, I was trying to think my way out of grief. Well, if I ignore the code and I ignore the Bible and I act like it doesn't exist, then I'm not going to hurt anymore. And the whole time I was killing my insides because I was withholding everything instead of just acknowledging this really sucks i feel like i messed up i feel that um i i feel that i wasn't responsible enough i feel like i let my mom down i feel that i should have been more responsible and paid attention i hate that i've lost all these things throughout the years and now i'm just at a place where i just don't know exactly what I want to do. Because beating myself up silently was hurting me. And I wasn't even the same person. It's like when you're in physical pain. When you're in physical pain, you're cranky. You don't know what to do. You're hurting. You know, and people are like, dang, like, she being a little, uh, you know. It's the same emotionally. When you're hurting emotionally, you cannot show up your best self. I was hurting I was hurting. I was lost. I didn't know what to do. And I had to take it, you know, I took it to myself first and then I took it to God. And I, and I know I got my answer. Um, and I feel better. And I feel better. So did I defeat grief in this moment? Absolutely. I did defeat grief. Um, has grief defeated me? I think the first year after my mom died, absolutely. Grief beat me up. 
But as time goes on, as I get older, as I take my healing more seriously, as I understand that healing is not linear, grief is not linear, I learned that every day is a new process and grief is an individual journey. And sometimes we just got to get up. But being present helps the days be better. Being present helps me to feel better. And there are seasons and moments that I did defeat grief. So, did I defeat grief in that moment? Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah, that's episode 98, y'all. Ooh, I felt like that was such a good episode. Um, as always, let's go ahead and end on our affirmation. I love you, but love you the way you love the world. All right, so you are now about to hear our affirmation. I want to give you an affirmation to carry for the week. So from Monday to Monday, you at least have an affirmation that you are repeating to yourself every day. She got faith. Listen, we want to give you affirmation to get through the week. So enjoy. And welcome to episode 98's affirmation. This affirmation from Monday to Monday is, in my sadness, I love myself. I think that is so good, especially after the episode we just had talking about, did I defeat grief? Um, Because I think in the sadness, you are still you and you can still accept yourself. And I think that's all part of being present. So in my sadness, I love myself. And I think some of us need to hear that you can love yourself in every season, in every situation, in every scenario. I love you, but I want you to love you the way you love the world. I'll catch you next Monday. All right, we have came to the end of our show. I really appreciate you for listening and sticking with us and coming every Monday at 3 p.m. Central to hang out with us. I appreciate you guys. I can't thank you enough to my listeners, followers, everybody, friends, family who loves and believes in everything that I'm doing. I really, really thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love you, but I always want you to remember to love you the way you love the world. And I'll catch you next Monday. Bye, guys.